At last the happy day came. They went to court, and Cinderella followed them with her eyes as long as she could. And when she had lost sight of them, she fell a-crying. Her godmother, who saw her all in tears, asked her what was the matter. I wish I could. I wish I could. She was not able to speak the rest, being interrupted by her tears and sobbing. This godmother of hers, who was a fairy, said to her, Thou wishest thou couldst go to the ball, is it not so? Yes, cried Cinderella with a great sigh. Well, said her godmother, be but a good girl, and I will contrive that thou shalt go. Then she took her into her chamber and said to her, Run into the garden and bring me a pumpkin. Cinderella went immediately to gather the finest she could get and brought it to her godmother, not being able to imagine how this pumpkin could make her go to the ball. Her godmother scooped out all the inside of it, having left nothing but the rind, which done, she struck it with her wand, and the pumpkin was instantly turned into a fine coach, gilded all over with gold. She then went to look into her mousetrap, where she found six mice all alive, and ordered Cinderella to lift up a little the trap door, when, giving each mouse as it went out a little tap with her wand, the mouse was that moment turned into a fine horse, which altogether made a very fine set of six horses of a beautiful mouse-colored dapple gray. Being at a loss for a coachman, Cinderella said, I will go and see if there is never a rat in the rat trap. We may make a coachman of him. Thou art in the right, replied her godmother. Go and look. Cinderella brought the trap to her, and in it there were three huge rats. The fairy made choice of one of the three which had the largest beard, and having touched him with her wand, he was turned into a fat, jolly coachman who had the smartest whiskers eyes ever beheld. After that, she said to her, Go again into the garden, and you will find six lizards behind the watering pot. Bring them to me. She had no sooner done so but her godmother turned them into six footmen, who skipped up immediately behind the coach, with their liveries all bedaubed with gold and silver, and clung as close behind each other as if they had done nothing else their whole lives. The fairy then said to Cinderella, Well, you see here an equipage fit to go to the ball with. Are you not pleased with it? Oh, yes, cried she. But must I go thither as I am, in these dirty rags? Her godmother only just touched her with her wand, and at the same instant her clothes were turned into cloth of gold and silver, all beset with jewels. Ah, who can describe a robe made by the fairies? It was white as snow and as dazzling. Round the hem hung a fringe of diamonds, sparkling like dewdrops in the sunshine. The lace about the throat and arms could only have been spun by fairy spiders. Surely it was a dream. Cinderella put her daintily gloved hand to her throat and softly touched the pearls that encircled her neck. Come, child, said the godmother, or you will be late. As Cinderella moved, 
firelight shone upon her dainty shoes. They are of diamonds, she said. No, answered her godmother, smiling. They are better than that. They are of glass, made by the fairies. And now, child, go and enjoy yourself to your heart's content. But her godmother, above all things, commanded her not to stay till after midnight, telling her at the same time that if she stayed one moment longer, the coach would be a pumpkin again, her horses mice, her coachman a rat, her footmen lizards, and her clothes become just as they were before. She promised her godmother she would not fail of leaving the ball before midnight, and then away she drives, scarce able to contain herself for joy.